Welcome to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. A show designed to help you discover your true identity in Christ. You have a purpose, and it's our desire to see it fulfilled through the powerful love of our Savior Jesus Christ. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome, everyone. We're so glad you're here today. It is Thursday in beautiful August. We're headed into the, the heat of the year. I think that, you know, here in Texas, things can be very, very, very hot. But we've had such an unusual year that, you know, we've had snow more than once. We had kind of a really cool spring. And then all of a sudden, the next day, it was almost 100, it felt like. And it just has been a very, very unusual year. And I think, you know, today, I'm going to talk about times of uncertainty and how to navigate the storm. You know, excuse me, I'm here in the in this studio today, both of my co hosts are are gone. They're in other places today. Megan is here with me in studio. And she always looks at me and smiles when she thinks I'm going to ask her something. I promise not to kind of put her on the spot and make her talk. But but we're going to have a great conversation today, you and I, about, you know, how to navigate the storm in times of uncertainty, because, you know, things are just a little bit willy wonkus in our nation right now. We, we had, of course, last year with COVID. Now, it seems that things are increasing again. I have to tell you, though, I am not afraid. Megan, are you afraid you can just say yes or no <laughs> or you can speak go ahead are you afraid uh not really good girl good girl that's megan everybody megan lowry thank you so much she's producing the show today and we appreciate her so much i'm glad that you're not afraid because christians shouldn't be afraid they shouldn't feel fearful they shouldn't feel anxious they shouldn't fear or feel doubtful. So we're going to talk about that today because I know that a lot of believers uh, really and truly are are concerned about the days that we live in. We live in Texas. Texas is an open state. Texas continues, our governor continues to say that we are not going to be mandated to wear masks and things like that, whereas other states are beginning to implement mandates again for masking and you know, still having questions about whether schools are going to be open or not. So there's a lot of uncertainty. I'm sure that parents are maybe on edge and also just everyone across the board is thinking about what they need to do to try to keep themselves safe. I want to remind you as we start out today 
of something that Psalm 91 says. You know, long, long time ago, I'm really thankful for Kenneth Copeland Ministries. You know, they're up in the Dallas area, Eagle Mountain Church. Way back in probably the 1980s, I remember him and his wife, Gloria, teaching on Psalm 91 and teaching those that were believers at that time to stand upon the word in Psalm 91, because it really is, it's almost, it's a declaration. I love the word of God. I love to declare the word of God. And the word of God is like a shield. You know, Jesus is the word, the word became flesh, the word came and dwelt among us. And so Jesus himself is you know, our buckler, our shield, it's its by the name of Jesus that we overcome, right? There's no other name given whereby men can be saved. We're, we're healed in the name of Jesus, what he did on the cross for us. He absolutely, absolutely put death, hell, and the grave to shame, and he came out with the keys, he came out with the victory over death, over sickness, over over sin, over all of it. And so we've been given some powerful weapons, and, and we have an arsenal of weapons that we should put into practice, into use during times where we feel uncertain, but we know that God himself is not. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is settled. His word is settled. He changes not. He is not adding to nor taking away from the word that he He gave to us. And so I really appreciated back in the day when, when the Copelands taught believers in that time, the the safety of abiding in the presence of the Lord. That comes out of Psalm 91. I just want to read it here as we begin the program in this first segment. I want you to stay tuned. I'm going to talk about a lot of things, the power of intercessory prayer. I have in j- just in the throes of releasing a new book. The title is Seven Essentials to gain influence for success in life, ministry, and business. Because as Christians, we navigate a lot of different arenas and places within our culture. And there are character traits that we need to be sure and strong in if we're going to be able to influence the world around us in this hour. We live in a time when Christianity, every part of the moral fiber of this nation is under attack. We need to be able to speak. We need to be able to speak with with the power of God, speak his words rather than give our opinion or operate in the flesh and our emotions. We need to be able to live out of the spirit. And so in the third segment, I want you to get ready because we're gonna we're going to be looking for someone to give that book away to. It is and not yet available, so it'll be about a week and a half before you get it. It's supposed to be available on eight, uh, August 8th, 8 8. And so it'll be sometime after that that you get that book in the mail. But 
whoever texts in first in the third segment, once I mention that it's open, the lines are open for that at that time, you'll want to text in and you will get that book as soon as it's available. All right, so we're going to read Psalm 91, just to kind of frame in today's program. And I'm going to read the entire thing. It won't hurt us at all. It's 15, well, 16 verses. So let's listen with the ears of the Spirit to what God gave us to pray daily over our protection. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. That's why I said Jesus was our shield and buckler because Jesus is the truth, capital T, truth. He is our shield and our buckler. In other words, he wraps around us like a protectionary force around us, the presence and power of God. It goes on in verse five and it says, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place. No evil will befall you, nor shall any plague, nor nor shall any plague, let me say it like this, nor shall any sickness come near your dwelling for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways. In their hands they will bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me or you, therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I don't know about you, but that is quite a mouthful there. But it is, you know, I just kind of see this structure and it's our homes, right? It's our home. And just like the people of God in the city of Goshen, when God was about to bring all the plagues upon Pharaoh to force him, remember Moses went before him and he said, let my people go. And he refused. And so because he refused, because he was so stiff necked, God had to force him to let them go. And he did it by releasing the plagues that came upon Egypt until Pharaoh relented and let them go. But remember, the city of Goshen was where the people of God dwelt. 
And that was something that Joseph had established many, many years earlier when he was taking taking captivity into Egypt. But he established a community there for God's people, and they still lived there. And so the instruction was for them to to mark their doorposts with the blood of the lamb. And if they mark that doorpost, then then the the plague would would come over them. The angel of death would go over them. The judgment would go over them and not touch them because they were marked by the blood of the lamb. You know, and that's what we need to remember today. We we're not you know ceremonial people. We don't have to to uh, do the things that the law said we should do, but we are marked. We shouldn't know this, that we are marked by the blood of the lamb. The word says, you know, the blood of the lamb, let me, let me just say this before I go on, that the blood of the lamb is the blood that Jesus shed on that cross. He spilt out his blood. He died so that we could have life. And through the power of that blood sacrifice, he cleansed us, redeemed us, he sanctified us. He consecrated us. He, he did all the work that was necessary to win the battle, to win every single victory over everything the enemy would try to bring, including sickness, including the plagues, including uh, any time that we're ensnared. You know, those angels are encamped round about us to keep us, we just heard from Psalm 91. Over in the book of Revelation, the word says in chapter 12, verse 11, it says, by this, they overcame him, the devil, the enemy of our souls. It says they overcame him by the word of their testimony, the blood of the lamb, loving not their own lives even unto death. Now, let me break that down for us just a little bit so we can understand how does that apply to me today? How does Psalm 91 apply to me today? As a believer, someone who, who really has Jesus as Lord of their life, I want to say this right now that you can, you can pray the prayer of salvation and never make Jesus Lord. When Jesus becomes the Lord of your life, then you are a follower of Jesus. It doesn't mean that we are perfect. It just means that we have made the decision that he is our Lord and we're going to do our level best to live in the way that pleases God. And we know how what pleases God when we read the word, all of it the totality of, of the New Testament, the totality of the Ten Commandments, all of it. You can't pick and choose what you want to believe out of the Bible. That it, it says right there in the book of Revelation, it, anyone who changes it, anyone who leaves any bit of it out, you know, there's consequences to that. What are the consequences that we, that we believe the lie and we were deceived, that we rejected the truth? Let me say that because people who have believed a lie often don't realize they believed a, a lie. There's a scripture over in the book of Proverbs. It says, there is a way that seems right unto man, but the end thereof is death. 
What does that mean? That means that he believed something that was contrary to Christ. He followed after something that was that was not true towards the word of God. And we see that a lot today in the church because here's the reason why we left the preaching of the word and we started just listening to to the good messages that sounded right, but there was no word in it. It was just, it really is like new age dogma. But getting back to Revelation 12, they overcame him by the word of their testimony. What is the word of the testimony? You know, we're going to dig into this in the next segment. We're getting ready to go to break. But I'll tell you what, friend, we've got to shore up some things in our lives right now. Because if we allow fear, doubt, and worry to consume us in this hour, we're not going to be able to weather the storm. We're not going to be able to navigate the things that are going to come upon us. Uh, You know, I believe in the rapture, but I don't know when it's going to happen. So every day I live my life full on for Jesus because I want to be ready. So we're going to get into that in our next segment. Be sure to stay tuned. We'll be right back. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. Bella Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. My name is Lori Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at lauriclifton.com. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than The Barn at Hickory Creek. 
Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek, creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. Feel the joy. 104.3 Joy FM. to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. We're so glad you're tuning in today. If you're just joining in on the program here, I want you to know you you don't have to miss a thing. All of our episodes, our programs are archived and also you can find the podcast on on the majority of podcast platforms, iHeartRadio, iTunes, all of those venues, but you can also go to the website 1043joyfm.com backslash unshakable and you can listen to the episodes there as well. So if you missed the first segment, uh, not to worry, you can listen at your leisure anytime you want to just check in to one of those platforms, search Unshakable with Charlana Kelly. I'm here in studio today and we are talking about just the uncertainty of the time that we're living in right now, how to navigate the storm, how to weather whatever challenges may come our way. And with an eye and an ear, especially towards the fact that believers should not be afraid. I've got Megan Lowry in the studio here with me today and I asked her last last segment I said Megan are you afraid and she said no I'm not afraid and I was so proud to hear her say that because so many people are and and they're believers they're believers you know every time an angel shows up in the word he said the first thing he says often is fear not because we are a fearful people. Jesus even asked the question. He said, when I come back, will I find faith in the earth? You know, fear and faith are, are two on two opposite parts of the spectrum. You cannot be in faith when you're in fear. You're not in faith when you're worrying. You're not in faith when you are doubting. You know, that makes me think of, I think it was the centurion that had a, a child that was dead and he wanted Jesus to pray that he would be healed and, and Jesus did and the child was healed in that hour. But but Jesus told the man, he said, all things are possible to him who believes and his answer back was, then help me with with my unbelief. Friends, I have prayed that prayer myself over the years and a number of times because sometimes we, we're in great seasons of faith and then something happens, we get challenged, and then all of a sudden we, we're fighting fear again. And we have to remind ourselves that fear is not, fear is torment. 
That's what the Bible says. Fear is torment. We don't have any reason to to have fear in our lives because our future is secure in Christ. To be absent from the body is to be in the presence of the Lord. The Apostle Paul would pin the words, death, where is your sting? You know, he was not afraid of dying. And we, I know it's a process to get there. It's not just as easy as saying the words, but when we realize that when this physical body lays down, we're going to be in the glory of God where we will live forever with Jesus Christ as our King in a beautiful place, the you know garden restored. That's what heaven is. Heaven is like the Garden of Eden, and it's what God chose for us from the beginning. We messed it up with our own decisions, but God's restoring us to that place, and that's where we're headed. So, so today we're talking about some of the things that we need to shore up in our lives. I read Psalm 91 in total in the first segment. It's a powerful psalm. It is a great psalm to make into a personal prayer. We're going to talk about that in the third segment. But I want to continue on this conversation uh, that we were having at the end of the last segment because I brought up the fact that, you know, if we're going to be unshakable in uncertain times, if we're going to be immovable when the whole world is falling apart around us, you know, like we're seeing today, another, you know, people talking about lockdowns again, not here in Texas, praise God, but all over the nation, all kinds of mandates being talked about, all kinds of divergent opinions from officials and authorities on the subject of of healthcare and vaccines and COVID-19 and all of it. There's so much discussion and sometimes it can just be overwhelming for people and cause them to get into fear and worry. My friends, I'm telling you, we need to cling to Jesus. We need to do the things that he told us to do that would bring light and life and love to us. If there's a spirit of heaviness on us, Psalm, or not Psalm, but Isaiah 61 says that we should put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That means we need to be worshipers. So I was talking about at the end of last segment about a scripture out of Revelation 12, verse 11, where it says, by this they overcame him. This is talking about, you know, everything that's going on in that season of time, all of Satan's plans, the Antichrist, the false prophet, all of the the things that are unfolding in the earth at that time. But it applies to you and I today too. And the scripture says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony, loving not their own lives, even unto death. So I want to break that down here in this segment and tell you what is, you know, what does that really mean? You know, sometimes in the Bible, excuse me, pardon me. Um, In the Bible, you know, there are these things that are said in the Bible or written in the Bible, and we get into a certain season of culture and we're like, I don't even know what that means. Like, what does that mean? The blood of the lamb, what is that? So let's start with the word of our testimony. Number one, you have a testimony, right? Megan, you've got a lot of testimonies, don't you? Those testimonies, and she's shaking her head, yes. Those testimonies are testimonies of how you overcame the circumstance or the situation that was brought into your life by an outside 
source or by your own decisions. But even even when we make bad decisions, we can still overcome by the word of our testimony. God delivers people out of their mess all the time, every single day. And God also delivers us in the midst of something that is not of our own doing. And so when we see God deliver us, those become our testimonies. Also, we have a testimony of salvation. We have a testimony of when we met Jesus, how we met Jesus, how Jesus ministered to us. We have those testimonies. So we're going to overcome the circumstances that are unfolding around us today by sharing our testimonies, remembering our testimonies, testimonies. And so so we have to make note of those things in our life. So, you know, over in the book of Malachi, there's a scripture that says that when the righteous speak of God and have conversations about God, God literally bends down his ear to listen to them in their conversation. And then he writes all of their words. One of the translations says he writes all of their words in a book of remembrance. And friend, today, I'd just like to submit to you that we should all have a book of remembrance ourselves where we write down the great things God's done for us so we can remember, right? So that when something happens, we can say, well, wait a minute. God did this for me back here and he did that for me right here. And oh, many years ago, I mean, just think of the testimony of the people that saw the Red Sea part or saw the water come out of the rock or saw the manna fall from heaven or or saw the donkey talk or the burning bush or all of the things that that we know of you know think of Paul taking up that serpent the serpent that bit him he just threw the serpent off of him and it and nothing happened he you know nothing he wasn't sick it didn't affect him at all and so these are miracles that produce testimonies that those testimonies are going to be what help you to overcome everything that happens in your life to remain a man or a woman, a child, a little boy or a little girl who can say, look what the Lord has done for me. Look what the Lord did for me. If God did this back there, he's going to do it again right here. And then we stand on faith, right? We put our faith in God. Hebrews 11, one says faith is the substance of things hoped for. In other words, faith is, is our belief system towards believing something's going to happen that hasn't happened yet. And we're trusting God for that. We're believing God for that. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. So we pray, we believe, and we expect those things to happen. So the word of the testimony builds our faith so that we can stand the test of time, so that we can navigate the storms and and get the strategies we need to go through to victory. The second thing was we overcome by the blood of the lamb. What is that? That is the finished work that Jesus did on the cross. Remember what he said. He said, it is is finished. He defeated everything. Satan is under his feet. And 
we're just waiting now for the the final battle that's going to once and for all destroy evil and darkness and banish it away completely uh, you know, at least for a thousand years, because I'm not going to get into all of that. But after a thousand years, there's going to be another battle that will take place. But but we're going to have peace on earth. The lion's going to lay down with the lamb and Jesus is going to rule and reign. And we're going to rule and reign with him as the royal priesthood for a thousand years. So we overcome by the finished work that Jesus did on the cross, the blood that was spilt through his death that has once and for all gained the victory for all of us. And then the third thing was loving not your own life, even unto death. And a lot of people, and I'll just say this first time I read it, I was like, well, what does that mean? I have to, I have to die. I have to give up my own life. What it means is that we put others above ourselves. Loving not my own life, even unto death that, you know, I think of our military all around the world, especially here in America, they fight for freedom, our freedom, maintaining our freedom. They also fight for the freedom of other nations that have been oppressed. But but they have said when they join the military, they have essentially signed their life away, saying that I am willing to lay my life down if that's what it takes. And Jesus said, no greater gift of love can you give than to lay your life down for your brother. So for us who are not in the extreme places, law enforcement, first responders, people that have given their lives to help and to save the lives of others, you know, we're going to be laying our life down by denying our selfish desires and putting others above ourselves. That's all that means. And these are the things that cause us to overcome in every circumstance, in every situation, every single one. And so, uh, you know, we've got to remember that, you know, when you listen to the news and quite frankly, turn it off. If it's causing you stress and anxiety and fear and doubt, stop listening to it. I'll tell you this, what you feed grows, what you starve dies. So if the news is what's feeding you, then guess what's going to grow? Fear and anxiety. If you are feeding on the word of God and on God's promises, then guess what's going to grow? your faith, your love, your joy, your excitement to see what God said come to pass. You're not going to be led around by your circumstances and the things that are out of your control because you know that God is in control. And so think about that. You know, if, if you're not driving and, and you have an ability to write something down, I would encourage you to write what I just said down. What you feed grows, what you starve dies. And so make sure that you're feeding on the things that would bring life to you and encouragement that would not put you in a place of fear. Because we're living in that time when everything around us is trying to vie for our attention and for our response and for everything that, that you know, this they want to do to control you. 
You know, the enemy wants to control your life. And death is never satisfied, friends. Death is never satisfied. It keeps coming and coming and coming. You know, I was having a conversation actually earlier today with Tim Lowry on the phone. We were just uh, discussing some things that are coming up and the radio program and all of that. And, you know, we had this little little talk about the fact that that, you know, we need to be prepared. We need to be able to anticipate what's coming and not be surprised by the enemy's attacks. We'll continue on the other side. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than The Barn at Hickory Creek. Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek, creating endearing experiences you will choose cherish for decades to come. Hi, my name is Lori Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at LoriClifton.com. Bella Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. 104.3 Joy FM. Feel the joy. Feel the joy. to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. 
Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. We're so glad you're tuning in today. We're talking about living an unshakable life in uncertain times. And I just finished up this last segment talking about the fact that we really, we really have to make up our mind. We, we have to make up our mind now about how we're going to live in the future. And I'm, I've known for some time that Isaiah 60 is really where we're living. And I love that scripture, part of scripture, actually. It says, Arise and shine, for thy light is come, because gro- darkness is going to cover the earth. Gross darkness will cover the people, but my glory will arise upon you. And kings will come to the brightness of your rising. And it goes on from there. You know, I think that we could all agree that this past year has been rather shocking to see everything that has unfolded, you know, but God has got us through and he's going to provide and he's going to take care of us in the days ahead. But we need to expect that things are not really going to go back to normal. A lot of people have said, you know, when when are we going to be able to go back to how it was before? And I, I don't believe that that's going to happen. So we need to keep our eyes ahead of us. You know, last week I was on, on a little vacation and one of the things that the Lord said to me was, I want you to keep looking at the horizon and looking at the horizon, looking out ahead of you and expecting the goodness of God to show up because that's what God does. Hope actually the is in the Hebrew meaning of the word hope is an earnest expectation of future good. And so we're looking out at the horizon of, of our life out ahead of us and we should be expecting God to do something good. In fact, hope and expectation run together but thanksgiving is what gets us over into the place of receiving. I've heard it said before that uh, once you've prayed, God heard you and God has already planned the answer for that. So just get on over into thanksgiving. Lord, I know you heard me. I believe that, that you will answer me. So I'm thanking you in advance. Faith says thank you in advance. And so if we can keep our eyes out ahead of us, looking for our blessed hope, looking for the goodness of God to show up, then is, what's it going to do to our heart? How will it make our heart feel? I think it, you know, hope in and of itself is something that lifts us up, you know, because we're hoping for something good. Hope will never tear you down. Hope will always build you up because of the fact that you're optimistic and you're, you're waiting for that wonderful answer that God's going to give you. Some of you might have said, well, she said, when you ask God answers, well, it's not in our time that he answers. That's why we have to get into expectation and thankfulness because oftentimes it doesn't happen when we think it should. And I believe this. And, you know, my life has borne this out to be true that God has always exceeded my expectation. 
Like he always does things better and more spectacular than I could ever imagine. It's like when you have a little disagreement with someone, if you'll just step back away from that and bless them and and not, you know, answer them with what they have given to you and like mind if they're angry and they've said things they shouldn't have, don't answer that and say things you shouldn't back to them. Step back away from it. Bless them. That opens the door for God to get in there to bring restoration. I think it's Exodus 14, 14 that says, stand still and and God will fight for you. You need not You need not enter this battle. God is going to fight for you. And God fights in different ways than we think he might fight. I mean, we have some examples in the Old Testament, but in the New Testament, you know, our weapons are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds, but they're not carnal. They're not carnal at all. They're not the weapons that you and I would think of as weapons that are needed or used to to defeat an enemy. No, our weapons are love and joy and peace and long-suffering and kindness and gentleness and self-control, meekness and humility. Those are powerful, powerful weapons. And if we step back and operate in that posture and with that mindset of what God has given us to bless those who who despitefully use us to believe the best to always look for love to hold the door open for God to move then then guess what we're always going to have a sense of heaven on earth we're always going to live in peace you know those that that so in righteousness will always reap peace. What I mean by that, you live your life according to God's ways and God's word. And the outworking of that is peace. You live in peace. And so that's what we have to endeavor to do in these times. We have to really put on the full armor of God and, you know, stand and pray. And that's what I want to talk a little bit about as we, you know, get into the second half of this third segment. Before I do, uh, for our listeners, if you would like to get a copy of my new book, Soon Release, Seven Essentials to Gain Influence for Success in Life, Ministry, and Business, then call in or text in actually to our text line 936-931-7770. The first one to do that is going to win that book. It's supposed to be out August 8th. As soon as it's available, we will order that book and get it right to you. And I will sign that book as well so that you can have an author signed copy. But, but you know, we I want to talk about prayer. So y'all just text in and you will win one of those books, the first one to text in. But I want to talk about prayer here for a moment because prayer is the most powerful thing that we can do for any situation and circumstance, especially for the people that may have wronged us, that may have, you know, done something that hurt or wounded us. We need to be people of prayer. Isaiah prophesied and he said that that the house of the Lord would be a house of prayer for all nations. Jesus again confirmed it. He said, my house will be a house of prayer for all nations. In other words, a prayer, a place of prayer for every person who lives on the face of the earth because nations are people. 
right? Nations are people. We are praying for people. And we pray with the desire that all would come to know Christ as Savior. No matter who they are, you know, people in authority that we may disagree with, we need to be praying for them. And we need to be praying for them to find Christ, for them to have a a great and powerful relationship with the Lord. And so prayer is really a key also in times of uncertainty. We call upon the name of the Lord and he answers us and he shows us great and mighty things that we do not know. And and so we need to be people that are inquiring of God, that are communicating with God. It's just an easy little thing that we do. Just like I'm sitting here, I'm looking at Megan. She's not really talking to me right now. I can't hear. She's smiling. And that's that's a sweet thing. But she, you know, that's kind of how it is with God. Oftentimes we're talking and we trust that he's listening. The word says that he hears us. So by faith, we believe that it's true. But we just have these conversations. We talk about how we're feeling. We talk about what we're concerned about. We talk about what we need from the Lord, right? And and he answers that. He may not, we may not hear an audible voice. We may feel his presence, a presence of peace kind of wrap around us when we're praying, but we may not feel a a thing, but God will always answer. We will always walk in to the answer if we keep walking with God. You know, some people forfeit, (laughs) you know, and it's so sad to see people do this, but they, they faint in the day of adversity, because their strength was small. You know, do not grow weary in your uh, doing good, for in due season, the word says, you will reap if you do not faint. And so the people who their strength gets small they and they faint, actually, that comes out of the Old Testament, that part that I said. And that word strength, if you look at it in the Hebrew, it means faith. So they 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 started to doubt God or they thought he didn't hear me or he's not going to answer. But I have learned in my lifetime that God loves to answer late in the midnight hour. Have you ever noticed that, Megan? Have you ever asked God for something? It seems like you waited till it was almost the moment that you absolutely had to have it. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah, she says yes. So, you know, I have to over and over and over again. You know, it's like, I don't, you know, here we are. It's tomorrow. I've got to have it. You know, what are you going to do, Lord? And, you know, I know people that have testimonies where, where they literally went to the airport not having enough money for an airline ticket, but they went, they said, God, I need a, I need this ticket to go to this place. They show up at the ticket counter and, you know, either the price is lower or somebody gives them some money as they're going, but they have what they need when they need it. And God does that on occasion with us to help strengthen our faith, stretch us, stretch our faith, and, you know, just increase, bring increase to us. Like I said, there's a scripture in the New Testament that says that we go from faith to faith, which means ever-increasing faith to ever-increasing faith. Our faith should be increasing with each and every 
test or trial that we go through. And then another part of the scripture says that we go from glory to glory. So ever increasing glory, which is the presence of God in our life. So as we go through things and make more room for God on the inside, as we're praying, as we're trusting and believing, standing on faith with him, there's an enlargement on the inside that happens to us so that the next trial that comes, we will have greater faith to make it through that one. Again, probably being stretched in that next trial as well, because that's what God desires, that we grow, right? That we increase. So prayer is a very integral part of what you need to do if you're struggling with fear and doubt and worry and anxiety. And the highest form of prayer is worship. So you can simply put on your worship music and just wherever you you can go, be by yourself or whatever, and just get lost worshiping God. Just get lost. Have you ever come into church just feeling heavy and carrying weight. It feels like just weight, like the cares of the world are weighing you down and you get into worship. You pick up that instrument and start playing or or you start to sing to the Lord and all of a sudden it's just gone, right? Megan actually is, is a part of the worship team, aren't you? And uh, so she knows this really, really well. And she's shaking her head. Yes, that, you know, it just lifts off of you. So, you know, sometimes we think prayer is just sitting in our closet, you know, the prayer closet that the scripture talks about. It's just really a place where you can go be alone with God and you can be in church and be alone with God too, because it really church while we come together corporately, we should still have that heart desire that I'm connecting one-on-one with you, God. This is not about a show. This is not about me coming to hang with my friends friends. It's not a social club, although it's church is wonderful and we have friends and, and we are social with our, our church friends, our brothers and sisters. But in those moments where we really need God to touch us, to, to answer us, to, to uh, minister to us, then we've got to see ourselves alone with God in those moments so that he has an open door to come in and bless you. You know, here's the thing that's happened over the last year is that when, when we went into lockdown and people couldn't go to church, they started watching online, which is just awesome that we can do that. But a lot of people didn't go back to church after, you know, lockdown was lifted and the churches were all open back up. And, you know, that's, that is something that can ultimately be very dangerous for believers, because we need the connection of our brothers and sisters. There's a flow that happens in the corporate setting that we're not ever going to be able to to get when we're by ourselves. Well, friends, we're coming up on another break. I want you to stay tuned. We're going to come back and we're going to close out the show. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than the barn at Hickory Creek. 
Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek, creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at LoriClifton.com. 104.3 Joy FM. Feel the joy. to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. Here we are at the end of a program, and Megan, we made it through. We did it. You know, it's so wonderful to have your co-host with you because you can really just chat back and forth and get different perspectives on things. And it really makes the conversation super rich. And so big shout out to Vanessa here at the end of this program and also to Tim and how much I know that all of our listeners appreciate and love both of you. We're looking forward to when you're able to get back into the studio and be here. And Megan, you just always do a fantastic job. She's she's just an old hand at this now. She's just click, click, click. (laughs) 
But uh, today's program was really about helping you to overcome any fear, doubt, anxiety you might have in uncertain times, uncertain about the future, uncertain about what's what's happening around you right now with with all of the changes in our culture and our nation. I want you to be of good cheer. Jesus said, be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. And he also spoke, Paul wrote these words that we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus and we're overcomers in him. And so we really kind of need to get into a place where we have our battle stance that we understand what to do. I want to remind us of something that Reese Howells, if you're listening and you're a prayer, you're a real intercessor, I want to recommend a book to you if you haven't already read it. It's Reese Howell's Intercessor. Reese lived at the turn of the century in the 20th century during the times of great wars. And he uh, had a group of intercessors that he worked with and they got to see miracles in those wars that turned the victory towards God's people away from evil. And so he's famous for making this statement. He said that the future belongs to the intercessors. And that is the truth. Because if prayers can get in alignment with the plans of God and pray out God's will in his word and pray through to victory, then we're going to see God move in such mighty, marvelous, and miraculous ways, but we've got to get in there and cooperate with him. And quite frankly, fear and doubt and worry just don't belong in that equation. So I pray for you today that fear and doubt and worry would be broken off of your life and that the power of Jesus's abundant life would be fulfilled in you today in a great way. So glad you listened in and I look forward to being back here next week, this day, this time where we'll continue the conversation. God bless. You've been listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. Unshakable is a ministry of Speak Truth Media. If you would like to help support this ministry, you can mail your gifts to Unshakable, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas 75835. That's Unshakable, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas 75835. Until next time, remember to stay strong in the Lord so that you too can be unshakable.